Martana, this is our very first Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs show with our panelists here. I'm going to introduce them all. We're talking tonight about how to overcome limiting beliefs that are standing in the way of your success. So I'll start over here, and I'm going to have you guys introduce yourself. Um, these are all fabulous experts um, on this topic, and I'll start over with Mamie. Mamie, tell us a little bit about yourself, and I know you have a lot of expertise because you deal with the law of attraction. So tell us, tell us uh, about all about yourself. Okay, well, I'm coming to you obviously live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast, uh, which is an hour north of Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. And I have been in business myself for over 21 years. Okay, and so in that time, obviously, I've had lots of experience and I've had my ups and downs, I've had my successes, and I've had my failures as well. And what that's given me, though, is an extensive knowledge and so much experience that I can now pass on to other people. So I'm also a master NLP practitioner and a master hypnotherapist. And as Christina says, yes, I do believe in the law of attraction. I do believe that what we put out there is exactly what we get back in. And if you just keep putting it out there and you detach from the outcome, then you will get everything you've ever wanted. Thank you, Mani. And Mani's also a Tony Robbins fan like me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Of Tony, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Mani. Anika, tell us all about yourself and what you do and how you help people in this area. Hi, everyone. My name is Anika Wilson. I am an activation ambassador for life, business, and events. I started off as a mental wellness coach because I am a psychologist. I worked in social services for 20 years, and I really love helping people to get from their pain to purpose. And so I started the Women of Impact conference series that is now going across the country, using women from everywhere across the globe to come present to other women to learn how to step into your identity. Because oftentimes we are stuck in, you know, standing in the way of our own success because we're used to chaos, we're used to pain, we get stagnant, we're afraid, and we think that there's no opportunity out there for us. So I've used all of my adversity and I now use it as a business coach and a life consultant. Uh, a business consultant and a life coach for others. Thank you, Anika. That's that's excellent. That's excellent. We have a psycholo psychologist, psychologist, right? And a psychiatrist, yes. psychologist on the panel. Thank you, Marilyn. Hello. How are you? Tell us all about yourself. Hi there. Well, I'm here in Yorktown, Virginia, and I do a lot of things through my company called Art Inspired, and it is a center where we help develop people in ways of creativity, inspiration, even movement, and other types of empowerment meetings. We have a weekly meeting called our Free Power Talk that we've been hosting since I had my first official uh, brick and mortar. And it was kind of our way of giving back because how we manifested that brick and mortar was through law of attraction and having uh, just positive thinking and doing different things as far as building our uh, milestones to get to our success. And so now, um, after doing that, especially too with my husband, we uh, have been leading a lot of people through mentorship. We do our dream retreat every spring and fall. And now we are um, embarking on some other newer things so that we could do more retreats as we go. So I really am very proud to be here tonight. And I really appreciate uh, you, Christina, for allowing us to be on this platform. Well, thank you so much for being here, Marilyn. Christy, tell us all about yourself and what you do. Okay, wonderful. Well, hi, everybody. And again, thank you, Christina. I kind of can uh, mimic what Marlene just said. Uh, this is a great opportunity for us. And 
Um, I actually founded the Dynamic Professional Women's Network uh, 13 years ago. So I support women, help them connect and unite. Um, I also founded a, uh, a great um, book series to help women share their story and have an Amazon bestseller book. Um, for years, before I broke into the entrepreneurial world, I was told I was fat, lazy, and stupid. And so I kind of went, I kind of got into this little hole in my marriage, really believing that. And it wasn't until I kind of broke out and actually recognized what was happening that I was able to kind of live into my own. And now I just love being able to help women share their stories um, with other people so that they can get out and kind of keep making a bigger, bigger and better impact in the world. Well, thank you, Christy. That's wonderful. And Tina, tell us about yourself and how and how you help with this topic. Yes. So for me, uh, I'm Tina Gima from Rhode Island, and um, I come from the corporate environment. I was in accounting for over 20 years, and I was climbing the corporate ladder until I hit the hit the wall and I couldn't go any further. And then a lot of things just started happening in my personal and professional life, and that is when I really figured out that I didn't realize what my purpose and passion was anymore. And I always had, um, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I never really took it seriously because little did I know I had limiting beliefs. I thought that I had, because I had a family and a house that I needed to provide for my family and pay the bills and stay in a corporate job where I could have branched off on my own if I realized what limiting beliefs were. So now I'm on a journey to get out of corporate and I am a certified transformational life coach and I do a lot with mindfulness and meditation and I'm just here, I'm half of Elite Ladies Network. My business partner is watching us live right now. I met the wonderful Christy and I'm going to be an author in her next book that's coming out real soon. Wonderful. And I'm just excited. I'm excited to help. My specialty is to get women to really realize who they are and what they should be doing. And I help them to break through those limiting beliefs and, you know, the fears and all of that to get to where they want to be. That's incredible. And that's exactly what we want to do tonight. So let me introduce Margaret. Margaret, tell us about yourself and, and how you help with this topic. My name is Margaret Williams, and um, I'm currently located in Israel. I have worked for the, the past 32 years for the Army Corps of Engineers. And uh, being on the downside of my career, I decided a couple of years ago that I wanted to look for something else that I could be of service to others. So I went and um, did uh, coaching training and uh, I became a certified life coach and basically uh, specializing in career coaching for women, being that I have uh, you know, worked in uh, the federal arena and have experienced just about everything you can think of as far as uh, career career related challenges. I want to be able to give back and to assist other women in um, becoming unstuck and um, and to uh, create the the career and the life that they want for themselves. Wow, that's incredible! And I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you. Well, thank you for being, thank you, 
everyone here for being here today. And I'm really excited about this topic because, you know, this is a tricky one. I know there's going to be people who are watching this right now are going to say, oh, baloney, subconscious beliefs, really, you know, that law of attraction stuff. And then there's other people like myself who really do believe it does affect us. So let's just get into it right off and explain how, you know, your subconscious beliefs, meaning the beliefs that you don't, not even aware that you're having, that maybe you're conditioned to from childhood or from experiences or that little voice in your head, how does that affect and how does it sabotage your success? Who could speak to that, you know, with some of how that works? Mani? Yes, thank you, Christina. I'm actually quite the expert in this area. I work with people across the globe actually working with their unconscious mind and actually helping them to remove those negative emotions like anger and sadness and fear and hurt and guilt from their unconscious mind and those limiting beliefs, the ones that really hold you back, like the, the I'm not good enough and the I'm not worthy and you know I don't love myself or accept myself. Now, what a lot of people don't realise about the unconscious mind is the fact that before the age of seven, we don't know what is real and what is make-believe. So what actually happens in that period is that our minds, our unconscious minds, just pretty much download everything as 100% truth. Okay, so if before the age of seven, you've experienced somebody telling you or you've overheard somebody say that you're not good enough at something, you haven't done well enough at something, you're not worthy in any way, then you actually download that as truth. And as it's your unconscious mind's number one job to protect you and preserve your body and who you are, it takes that as absolute truth and then spends the rest of your life until you actually do something about it and change that decision, proving to you that you're not good enough. And your thoughts and your behaviours will actually produce things in your life to actually prove to you that you really aren't good enough and it really stops you from being able to push forward. So that's probably the easiest explanation of how it actually gets in there to start with and how it can just go through your entire life and until you actually work with an NLP practitioner or somebody who can help you to actually remove those things back from childhood that they are going to continue to affect you no matter what you do or what you try. Does everybody agree here that that's basically how it works? Anything to add on to that about how it happens, Anika? I would love to add that I really focus on people who were either raised with abuse or raised by somebody that wasn't, uh, didn't have wherewithal. I was raised by a mentally ill single parent. And after working with, um, I was a drug counselor in South Florida for a long time. When you realize that a lot of addiction, a lot of pain, a lot of toxic relationships it all comes down from what Maney said. It comes from childhood. And when you are older, a lot of people say that you choose who you let be around you or you choose your family. You can't. You can't choose your family. But what you can choose is the access that you give to these people once you realize that that toxicity is what is keeping you from moving forward. It is the barrier between you and success. And a lot of people fear breaking those relationships down or, you know, um, you know cutting cords. You know, because a lot of people feel that they're not allowed to, that they don't have the power to, that they can't. And I think that, you know, diminishing access of the people that cause the pain or the things that we believed from childhood, because a lot of us are older and we can't really decipher between what is real and what is not from that period of time. And therefore, you live your life with false expectations. And, and that just continues on until you break the cycle. And sadly enough, some people never do. 
So that just leads to addiction and other issues that stem into your business, into your marriage, into your your parenting, into every relationship that you have in your life. But it all stems and it all starts from there. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. I also want to add really quick, if I can, that it it's just a it's a terrible cycle um, because your beliefs set you on this course to either have good or bad, and you continue on that cycle, and it's actually the foundation for everything. Um, we can't kind of get our business to the next place or even our life to the next place until we kind of get things going on the right path. So, unfortunately, that's without a good foundation, everything else doesn't seem to be as, as stable. And so this is really where we need to start. Absolutely. Anybody else have anything to add on that about the beliefs from childhood, Marilyn? Well, I always thought that I was a positive person. And I think there's some people that's listening that's saying, okay, well, I never went through anything traumatic. And and I'm trying to do good, and I'm always like thinking of hopeful things, but yet how come things aren't working out for me? What I finally had to learn was that a lot of times we are all conditioned to react to everything. And you know, people are telling you, oh, get this kind of job or do this kind of thing, mainly because of how they want you to be able to react to different possibilities. But what I figured out was, if you are in a creative mode, just like you're aligning yourself to the universe, which is always creating, so if then if you're in that same frequency as creating instead of reacting, then a lot of things start kind of um, creating um, a great, much better flow for you without you even trying too hard. So digging into really um, deep things sometimes, even past things that if maybe you yourself didn't have so much of that, but mainly what you had was confusion because for me, moving from the Philippines to the United States, there's a whole cultural mindset that's a completely different. And then people are um, more conditioned to when you're trying to fit into a new culture to just react to the culture instead of you actually being creative in the culture. So then when I became um, a student of these things, uh, reading things like Napoleon Hill and reading things like um, Florence Goebel Shin, you realize that there is a lot more to you as a creative being that you can definitely start setting goals and setting intentions without really knowing how to do it perfectly. Just the fact that you're deciding, you know what, instead of reacting to that, which has happened, I'm now going to create something better out of that. You can actually change those beliefs, um, even if you don't know what they are, even if they're, you know, by putting the good stuff in, basically, is what you're saying, yes. by adding that in. Tina and Margaret, do you guys have anything to add to that? Yes, I would like to add to that. Um, what we find is our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors are all impacted by our limiting beliefs. And these are things, as everyone stated, that we carry around from our childhood. We carry around this excess baggage, and it prevents us from becoming the person that we truly want to be. And until we break free of these things, uh, then it, it, it keeps us stuck. It keeps us in these toxic relationships and, and prevent us from moving forward. And uh, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Tina? Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that everyone has said here. And, you know, it, I had to learn to question everything because you're right. And, and I don't think that it's that our parents did this on purpose. They didn't know either and they didn't question it. So right. it, it gets handed down to them and then it gets passed on to you. And until somebody can say, wait a minute, 
why? Like, and stop questioning things. We just stay in this cycle. And so that's why for me is I'm, I'm always curious and I always like question things. That's my normal reaction. So it wasn't until I really didn't like who I had become at that point a few years ago that I started to say, I got to do something different because this isn't working for me anymore. And just don't be afraid to do that. There's going to be a lot of critics out there and, you know, people aren't going to agree with what you're doing, but realize that if you hear something, question it. Where did that come from? Is that even true? Does everybody think this way? Um, so that's like just a little bit of advice that I would give. You brought up a really good point about that, about our parents, you know, and them not even being aware. I remember when I was about seven years old, um, my late father, he, um, we used to take us out to dinner and he loved to go out to dinner. And I, I would order, and I was only like six or seven, I would order the lobster tail, the shrimp cocktail. And he used to think that was so funny. He would laugh, and he, but he would say, wow, you know, you better marry a rich man someday. And everybody would laugh. And years later, it hit me. It's like, wow, that is a, was a really limiting belief for a woman. And he didn't know he was doing that. That was just a culture. You know, I'm 50 years old. I was born in 1968, so this was the 70s. And women still weren't, you know, career-wise, but now when I look back, I'm like, gosh, you know, you should say, well, you better, you know, have a really great business someday so you can buy yourself lobster and shrimp cocktail <laughs> would be what you would say to a little girl nowadays. One day you're going to be really successful and you're going to, you know, run a company or you're going to, you know, have a fantastic job. And so that's the thing too, stuff like that, our parents are not aware of. It's just part of culture. A lot of times, like as women, we have all these subconscious beliefs that we've been given, the handed to us, not even, a lot of times, not even in a negative way, in a positive way that, you know, so we grew up thinking, wow, we got to get married. We've got to find a rich husband. We've got to, you know, have somebody take care of us because men take care of women. I mean, how many of us have had that belief at one point in our lives who are maybe you're not you younger, but as you know, when you, when you grow up in a certain culture, you know, when you get a little, you know, you, and you have children, then you wake up and you're like, wait a second, you know, I can do this myself. You know, I cannot be out there and I can have my own career and I don't need a man, you know, to support me. I can be supporting, you know, the family. So I think that's a, a tough thing for a lot of women. A lot of people, I think, watching too, who are, are maybe there another issue let's discuss is, wow, how many women are in relationships right now with an unsupportive spouse who's giving them limiting beliefs about their business? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of women who are watching this right now who are in that or a parent, um, you know, oh, you know, why are you doing that? Go get a job. I know on my whole entrepreneurial path, and my ex-husband used to say that to me all the time when I started out, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You need to go get a job. You know, you can't, why are you running a business? Like, you know, people, a lot of people have negative uh, thoughts and beliefs toward that and they impose that on us. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts about that? Who wants to start? Mimi? Well, I'll go first if that's all right, Christina, because this is, this is ideal. So <laughs> my business is called Tall Poppies Rising. And for the people on the side that don't know what a tall poppy is, there's actually a syndrome here in Australia and New Zealand that's called tall poppy syndrome. And what it is is when you are trying to grow and you're trying to better yourself and you've got somebody that's trying to tear you down. And it's when you actually allow somebody to tear you down that you're classed as being a tall poppy. All right. So my business has actually been created around exactly what you're saying, Christina, because I've been in business for 21 years, yet 
for years because I had the limiting beliefs and the negative emotions. I didn't truly believe in myself and my ability and I have let people do exactly that. I have let people drag me down and stop me from being able to create you know, amazing things. I actually had a book on relationships, would you believe? I actually wrote a book on relationships after I met my husband um, and I've done it successfully. And it was a book on how to find your ideal partner. And I got it to the point where I had marketed it. I had it out on the internet. I had attracted several dating sites who were interested in selling it as affiliates. And then the mother-in-law saw it. Mm-hmm. And then the mother-in-law saw it. And at the time, I didn't really believe in myself. And I didn't have family of my own. And so my husband's family were really important to me. And I can remember saying her, saying her saying to me, no, oh, no, no, you, no, no, you can't do that, Marnie. You'll embarrass the family. You know, wow. you, you can't. You know, the family will be embarrassed. And do you know what? I actually pulled it off. I actually pulled that down. I closed everything down. And I just sat there for a while going, don't, you know, don't hate me. Don't hate me. Don't hate me because of my own limiting beliefs. And do you know, it's still sitting on my computer. I've still done nothing with that. Isn't that amazing? Wow, that is, and you know, I'm I'm sure everyone could relate to that, you know, just stopping yourself because you don't want to hurt someone else. Someone else doesn't approve of you. I, I had an incident like this a couple of years ago with a business partner who was also a good friend of mine, and there was an opportunity that came up. It was a crazy opportunity. It was up for a potential reality show. They interviewed me, and she, she was very, let's say, jealous. She didn't, she didn't like it. She goes, I can't be business partners with somebody who goes on a reality show. And it, you know, it made me feel like, oh, gosh, I can't do this. It didn't wind up working out anyway, but it was a really yucky feeling, you know, to have that disapproval from somebody that you care about, you know, a friend. And so friends can do it. Parents, in-laws, mother-in-laws, people, strangers can give that to us, especially because we're putting ourselves out there in business. So everybody else chime in here. Let let us let me know what you guys think about this. Christy, you look like you have something to say. Oh, I just yeah. Um, so I, I'm not in a relationship right now, but I'm dating, and um, and this is a closed women's group, so it's okay. But um, mm-hmm. I'm meeting. I'm not meeting a lot of entrepreneurial men. So I'm meeting men that work nine to five, and they just don't understand what I do. They don't take me serious. They don't think I have a real job. And it's just kind of frustrating from that perspective because it's a completely different mindset. You know, it's a completely different mindset. And it kind of makes me, even though I know it's not true, but it kind of makes me feel inferior at that moment, the way they kind of look at me as if, well, you know, what are you going to do when you get serious about a job kind of a a situation? So, Isn't that, I think this we all, and I think you guys out there, (laughs) I'm going to check the comments and we're going to open this up for questions, but put right, let us know if this is happening to you with anybody, because that's another great example as an also divorced woman who dates, um, they think, you know, I don't have time to talk to you for an hour a day or text a hundred times a day, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's been very challenging people or think looking at you like, oh, wow, that's what you do. And, and this is really, really tough for us, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. ladies here, but, um, Tina, Marilyn, Margaret, Anita, yeah, what else yeah, do you so guys have to say? I went through a terrible, I mean, to me, it was the most terrible thing that ever happened in my life was the divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. I never came from divorce and I didn't, it wasn't culturally something that we did. And so when I was with my ex-husband, he wanted me to pick one thing to do because I'm the kind of person that loves to learn different things. And so I was doing photography, I was teaching dance, had a bunch of different things in the fire when he met me. 
and then he didn't understand it. And I wanted to be loved so much that I said, okay, well, what is it you want me to do? So <laughs> I, t I made him choose for me. So he was just like, well, then just do the photography. And I was like, okay, fine. But little did I know that it was just a form of control mm -hmm. and it was destroying who I was and what I really wanted to do. And even though I tried my best to fit the mold for somebody, it still didn't work. They ended up yeah. like not wanting me in the end, right? And so going through that is when I really started to think, okay, I have all these skills that I had to put down because of this one person. And so trying to pick myself back up again, I said, well, what is it that I want this time? I don't want to just be in a relationship just because I'm lonely, just because everybody else said I needed to be married and then, you know, start a family, all those things that people were used to doing. I had been an entrepreneur since the start. And I had never gone to like have a full-time job. I always had like all my different streams of income. So I was used to like that kind of independence, but then somebody like took that, right? And so when I decided, okay, no more of that, I would, um, I started reading Tony Robbins and just all these different things, listening to things that I knew that could possibly help me create stuff that I really wanted. And so I drew out and really charted out the guy that I wanted. And it was really funny because when I first just started getting back in the scene, like Christy, dating was really tough. And um, also just being nervous to fall into that trap again. And uh, I would meet somebody who was 80% of my list. And I was like, it's gonna work out. It's great, it's 80%. And then that person moved to Boston. And I was like, wait a minute, that was 80%. And then I met someone who was 92%. I was so excited, that's an A, right? When you go to school, 92% is an A. So I was like, this is gonna work. This is my forever person. And then that person moves away. And I was like, okay, so what is going on here? Well, little did I know, I was making friends with this other guy who just was really refreshing. We were, we were, you know, just chatting, being good friends. We had the same interests. Six months later, everything's going great. I already forgot about my little list. And then I run into it again, and I was really scared to look at it because I was thinking, okay, what if he's just 93%? I'd be really <laughs> devastated. But I was like, I'll be brave and look at it. So I'm like checking things off. And before I knew it, I checked everything off. And he was 100%. And then wow. to this day, he's my super best friend. He's my husband. And you can't look at him on paper to think, oh, he would never understand me because he's worked a corporate job forever. He has corporate hours. However, when it comes to his heart, he has always told me that I'm like the cream of the crop, that I'm a foregone conclusion. Whatever I needed support on, he would totally do. He said, I may not understand your entrepreneurial mind, but doesn't matter. Like you understand it and that's all that matters. So I'll support you. And like, I mean, I, I think ladies don't settle, like have a list mm -hmm. and stick with it. And sometimes things get pulled away from you for a reason. Don't chase after it. And things are coming for you. Good things. Yeah. And you just brought up a great point. What your story, because what I got from that was, is that you, when you got to the point, you realized how important you are and your needs were, and you weren't willing to settle, but you believed in yourself. And right. so you attracted somebody who believed in you as well. So that you overcame those limiting beliefs the first husband was giving you because you said, no, 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 this is not what I want. I want, I deserve more. I'm not going to listen to what everybody else wants from me. I'm going to do what I want for me. And you were, you were a living example of how you had success now and you have a wonderful husband. So it's possible for all of us, you know, if we don't settle. And that's a really good good lesson there that and a good example. Yeah, and I, I, I would just like to, to add, 
Yeah, that because I had two kids. So, so technically, it wasn't for me at that point, right? I had two kids to say that I had to really change and really be smart about getting into the next relationship because, after all, that's what really matters now is how they're going to be raised. And they couldn't have a mom that just thought very little of herself and also be with somebody who thought little of her. I just wanted it to be different for them. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. saw I saw a post today and it says as you grow, you are going to leave people behind. And don't be afraid about that because if you are constantly worried about oh, I'm going to leave this one behind, you're never going to get to where you're going. It's fine. People come and go, that's fine. You just have to recognize that and keep going after your dreams. And I just think that that's so important. Unfortunately, I don't really have much about the whole supportive thing because my family's pretty supportive of me. Um, my husband, though, sometimes he will, we will have these little conversations and I just tell him, just wait, you don't understand. I'm not going to explain it to you. You'll see. And he's, he's good with that, you know, but I know a little piece of him just doesn't understand, but he'll see. He'll see. He will. Yes, he will. <laughs> Thank you. Anika, do you have something to say as well? And then Margaret? I do. I do. So I was literally that divorced single mom when I started my business a year ago. And a man that I passed up 20 years ago uh, came into my <laughs> life and saw me for who I started to see. And I'm a newlywed now. Um, but I say that all to say that as I started working on my personal development and I started really getting into devotion and taking time to love me for the first time, you know, I have three kids. I was a mom first and Anika was just secondary. You know, I was always a case manager or a therapist or a corrections officer. I was never Anika, you know? And so when I decided to leap seven months ago, I literally leaped into choosing me first, mm -hmm. choosing to get married and trust again because that was huge for me. I was raised by a single mother who taught me to never need a man. So I had no, I, I, I tried marriage once and said, okay, I tried, check it off the box and never do it again. But mm -hmm. I decided to put faith in and surrender in so many areas of my life. And now I'm a military spouse. My husband's been in the Marines for 23 years. So not only did I leap into being a spouse, I, <laughs> I, I took a leap into being a military spouse. And the wow. things that I have learned from the choices that I've made from becoming an entrepreneur, from becoming married to being a Marine spouse and to also having three kids, you know, moving around. We just got our orders to move overseas. We're moving to Hawaii in four months. Oh, and wow. yeah, I, I was in Port <laughs> St. Lucie just a few months ago, then Alabama and now Hawaii. But I say all of that to say that as you start shedding the weight of the pain, the people, and your doubt. As you start shedding that and you start putting things in perspective and you start looking above instead of below and mm. you look ahead instead of behind, your life will change. Because I never knew that I was, as um, somebody told me in church one day, she said, Anika, do you realize the level influence you have on other people? And I said, what are you talking about? I'm just friendly. She said, no, it's not that. And when she said that to me, it dawned on me that in the treatment center and in every place that I worked, you know, I had a good rapport with people. It was a matter of just having that light, but I didn't ever think that I had the ability to shine it. 
you know, on anyone other than just within my house. You know, I would go to work. I would shine at work. I was always confident professionally. But you come behind closed doors and it was like a totally different person. I decided to endorse the person that showed up at work. And I decided to endorse that in my own business. And if you do that, no matter who believes in you, because when I tell you, you talk about somebody who doesn't understand and having a military spouse. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the reality of it is, is despite that doubt and that fear, I wake up every day and I just try to show him and the rest of the world who we are and how much better we are together. Because the one thing as an entrepreneur and another thing as a woman is when we team up, it's guaranteed success and we're gonna make a difference. So I just tell you, well, no matter what it is and no matter who is supporting you or who isn't, the one thing that I did was leaving my environment because the same things that I'm doing now, I was doing there and I was looked at with two heads. And now I'm in a completely different environment. And I decided that I don't compare myself to other people. I'm not looking for validation outside. I just know that I'm doing the right thing every day. And I just get up and I do it. And when you do what you love, and it's something that is your gift and your purpose, it's effortless. Thank you, Anika. That's fantastic. That really is. You're, you're truly an example. Margaret, did you have something to add to this? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, growing up, uh, my father was a minister, and he was uh, very abusive to me physically and uh, verbally. And uh, come to find out, he was abused um, when he was a child as well. And, and so uh, that made me understand the situation and circumstances which I grew up in. It didn't make it any better for me, but it uh, helped me to be able to heal, be able to forgive, and to, to let these type of things go. And uh, the main thing that I learned out of uh, all of my experiences is to first learn to love myself and, uh, and to realize that I am enough. And we all have God-given abilities, talents, and, and gifts, which we can share with the world. And anybody that's being negative towards, your, uh, towards you or what you're trying to achieve in life, those are the individuals that you need to just uh, get rid of uh, all the negativity and toxic people in your life. And so you can attract all the positive things that, that are in store for you. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's the thing about believing in yourself. And it's so true. I mean, unfortunately, as women as a whole, I don't know if anybody saw on Amazon, uh, the girl wash your Facebook author, Ra Rachel Hollis is her Rachel name? Hollis, a, yeah. Rachel Hollis, her documentary. Um, there's a scene in it where she asks her audience members, um, stand up, you know, if you hate yourself. And mm -hmm. almost everybody, 800 women stand up. And that is really, really sad. And it really, we might, I thought of that watching that. I'm like, oh my God, how many people, we have 161,000 women in this group. I mean, how many people are not happy with where they look or where they're at in their lives and deep down have a hatred and who is giving that to us? Is it, you know, this media that is forcing us to look a certain way and be a certain size and the people, you know, not supporting us in our own lives and, you know, it, it's everything, I think. And it's really, really, really sad that we have these beliefs that we don't even realize as women. You know, people look tough on the outside, but they really aren't. You know, on the inside, they're they're crumbling because they're trying to survive and dealing with all this negativity, which is coming a lot of times just from within your own head. 
So that's, yeah, what we want to talk about is overcoming, like we're talking about tonight, is just overcoming this. And you guys have been giving great examples of how to do that, how to shine, like Anika says, shine your light and be able to um, to to remove those. So let's quickly, I'm going to want to look look for some questions, but I want to go around again, start with Mani. And what, well, let's, let me just, what would be the most important thing? I'm going to ask you all the same question. We'll go Mani, Christy, Anika, um, Tina, Marilyn, and Margaret. The, um, your best advice, the most important one thing someone can do to try to, you know, start removing these blocks that are limiting their success. Mani? Okay, well, I want to say that I spent absolute years and years working on my personal development and working on my mindset, and I probably spent around about $80,000 all up on everything because I was determined to find the answer. I was determined to keep going until I found out what. I think Amini froze there for a sec. Can you can you guys still hear me? She, yeah. Oh, but she, she might. Well, being from Australia, I think she got. Me. I do help people. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, oh, good. Okay. All, all right. So I'm not sure what you heard. So I'll just do that again. So, um, so I've spent about eighty thousand dollars on my mind and my mindset and my personal development because I spent years searching, trying to find the answers, trying to find what it was that I needed, trying to do it by myself, trying to you know, going to webinars, doing seminars, reading books, going to events, Tony Robbins events. Um, I met that man in 2014, and I can tell you girls, he really is that big, okay? He's huge, okay? <laughs> so, yes. But you know, I mean, whilst I did all that, I grew a little bit, and just a little bit and a little bit. It wasn't actually until I actually got immersed in NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, that my personal growth and my mindset just exploded. To the point now where you heard a little bit about how people have held me back. Now I have such certainty and such absolute clarity and conviction that I can and I will have absolutely everything that I have ever wanted in my life. Nothing. There is nothing and no one now that can hold me back and can stop me. And one of the biggest things that I learned is that we don't have to do this on our own. This is not something that you can really do on your own and it's something that you don't need to do on your own. There are people right here on this panel who you know, can, can help you, can, can walk with you step by step. So during the scary bits and, and the bits where you, know, you just absolutely freak out, you're not on your own. You've got somebody that's there to help you and there to hold your hand every step of the way. Now, there was a post the other day, Christina, on, on the Women Helping Women about, you know, something, someone complaining about the cost of a coach. And I was absolutely amazed at how many hundreds of comments there were under it saying, I'll never pay for a coach. I'll never do this. You know, I wouldn't spend this on a coach. I wouldn't do that. And it made me cry. It made me cry because all of these women out there, similar to what you were saying, where they stood up and said they hated themselves, all these women are like screaming out. They're screaming out for help yet they won't take the step they need just to reach out and to say, hey, Anika, hey, Marilyn, hey, Christy, Tina, Margaret, I need your help, help me. Do you know? And that's what they need to do. The number one thing that they can do is just take that first step and reach out to someone who can help them. And I think that goes to value too. A lot of times um, we feel, and we do this as mothers especially, We'll buy anything for our kids or other people, mm -hmm. um, but for ourselves, forget it, you know? So like yep. when it goes into like personal coaching and stuff, oh no, no, I don't wanna pay for that, you know? But 
if it's something for your child to take, uh, I remember when my daughter used to do dance lessons 11 hours a week. My oldest, it was like $300 a month back then. God knows what it is now. So, but that's fine for her, you know, because it's my child. But when it's you to spend, oh, I'm not going to spend $300 a month on me or whatever it is. And I think that's another limiting belief we have as women is that we put our, we don't put ourselves first. Everyone else is, so that goes to the coaching. Exactly. That's a really good point, Mania. Christy? Can I just jump in there quickly oh, and sure. just say first, you know, just quickly, just one of the things I often find with people on the Women Helping Women site and on other business sites is for some reason they don't think that they are worthy of fixing themselves. And that makes no sense whatsoever. So, yeah. Yes, no, and that, it doesn't make any sense. But, again, it goes exactly to what we're talking about. You've hit it perfectly, that feeling of not, unworthiness, really. Yes, yes exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you. Okay, so I was going to basically say the same thing, how we have to be really willing to invest in ourselves. And I talk to so many women um, pretty much every week because, you know, I'm always interviewing women who want to get out and share their story and show up bigger in the world. And it just really amazes me how some women just don't feel that their story matters. You know, they don't feel that they really should be sharing it because who cares? But our story is really what connects us and what makes us different than the person down the road that does the same thing that we do. And so we need to own our story. We need to um, really just kind of figure out and find clarity in our direction and then just be completely comfortable just making that happen. And I actually have a, a manifesto. A lot of my women that I talk to are, are kind of set and they're ready to, to do this, but some of them aren't. And some of them, it takes a few years for them to get ready, which is kind of sad. Um, but I have a manifesto that we kind of put together that really is something that they should be kind of like speaking into themselves on a regular basis. And, you know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of different, I, I, I'm not an NLP practitioner. Um, but there's uh, so many tools out there that we all have access to. And, yeah, we need to reach out. We need to ask for help. We need to invest in ourselves. Because if we yes. can't invest in ourselves, how do we expect anybody else to invest in us? How can we charge somebody? Like, I, I spend a lot of money on coaching because I can't charge somebody else if I'm not willing to do it myself. And every one of Everybody, I should say, not everybody in that group, but everybody should be looking at that and saying, okay, how am I investing in myself? How am I making sure I'm always better than the people I serve? And how do I keep improving those skills so I can keep helping them? Exactly. That's a great point. You made a few really good points, especially you think about the story, about sharing your story. Oh, yeah. You do not understand how your story can actually change another person's life. Absolutely. And it's it's a very so powerful um like Mamie, i wrote a book um back in 2006 um about divorce about my horrendous divorce <laughs> seven secrets to a successful divorce and you know when i wrote the book i said to myself is, is if it even helps one woman out yep. there one person and it and it actually did through the years i had talked to so many women who had read it, it wasn't you know a new york times bestseller no but enough people who read it um benefited from it and that was worth it that was worth yeah. me telling my story because i didn't want anybody to go through what i went through and navigating the court systems that's really what it was about you know knowing how to protect yourself and your family and we need to tell these stories when it happens to us you know so many things happen to us as women all different sorts of things and put it you know to be able to express that like what christy says in your story and share it and write it and share it he doesn't you know in a book or like christy together in a book and it makes it a little bit easier by having a chapter that's so powerful 
And that will help. You could actually literally change someone's entire life by sharing yeah. your story and coming mm -hmm. forward and not being afraid. So and I really was, love that, that you, that you made that. That my mentor, because I was in a similar project like this, and that was her question to me. If your story could just help one person, isn't it worth it? And I, I asked that same question to the, you know, the women that I talked to. And what's really cool is when we started this project, it was really meant to be a marketing tool. You know, how can we get out there and have a book quickly, you know, inexpensively and easily and all that and become an Amazon bestseller, which is great for us as business people. But when we started getting testimonies from people that have read the stories and just shared how it just changed their life, you know, because now they're not going through it alone. Now they feel that they have help. Now they may have resources or ideas or tools, or I'm sure, Christina, your story helped people. And if more people could read your story, you can help more people. But our stories are really, I think, the one of the most important parts of our business. We really need to own them and do what we can to leverage them. Absolutely. And I challenge everybody who's watching, you know, to share your, your story with us in the group, you know, post yes. about your stories that are going to help other people, you know, tell what you went through, what you walked through. Like Anika was talking about her story, you know, write that. And, and those are the type of things we want to see you posting mm -hmm. to uplift and share with each other. Those are what's more important. You know, everybody gets caught. Oh, I got to promote my business. I got to promote my business. Get to know people. Share yeah. your story, get to know Good people, idea. and and, uh, and it, like you said, invest in yourself. Like Manny's saying too, you know, get yourself a really fantastic coach. You, it's so crucial. You, you you think you know it all, but you don't. <laughs> You're always <laughs> coming. I'm always learning. Yeah. I watch everybody. On my emails, you kidding me? I'm on everyone's list. Yeah. I mean, I'm always watching. If I see someone doing something I don't know about, I'm going to take their course. I'm going to buy. I mean, it's like I want to yeah. learn. I'm always like a sponge. I want to learn. And there's always, you know, always be open to that. I think when you get to a point where you close yourself off, you know, you think, okay, I'm at this point. I don't need, no, you can always mm -hmm. learn. And then you can pass that on to people who are learning from you as a coach. So you coaches out there, guess your co coaches need a coach. <laughs> so everybody has a mentor. You think about, it. we were talking about Tony, Tony Robbins used to coach Bill Clinton and, and basketball players and uh, loads of very highly successful famous people, he still to this day, he coaches, you know, they have coaches too. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that puts it in perspective when you think even the most successful people have coaches, you know, oh, that's why they stay successful. So yes, excellent, excellent point, Christy. So we were going to jump next, was it Tina and then Marilyn, then Margaret, then Anika? Everybody moved around the screen. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, just for me, my message today is if you are in a place where you don't like who you have become or you're, you feel like you've hit a wall, stop, ask for help. I was too proud to ask for help. And the moment I did is the moment it changed my life. But really come down to the, to the point where you can really dig down deep and figure out what your purpose and passion is because that's gonna help you to go a long way. It's important to have a vision for where you want to go. So don't stay stuck in the past, it, recognize it, learn from it and move on and continue moving forward, have that vision and you know, really make sure you love yourself and you have to believe in yourself. It shows to other people if you don't. So belief is, and confidence is really, really important. 
That is so important, Tina, that you say that about a belief and confidence. And a lot of people will say, well, I don't know how to do that. How do I believe in myself? I really don't believe in it. And that's where I think when that whole thing is, you know, that fake it till you make it or act as if. I mean, I've been <laughs> listening to, I don't know, you guys know who Neville Goddard is? He's, he died many years ago. Um, I actually heard about him from one of Wayne Dyer's old books. And if you haven't heard about Neville Goddard, you can go on YouTube and listen to his his. Uh, it's amazing. He's written several books there um, in like the public domain, kind of like Napoleon Hill. His law of attracting stuff is just unbelievable. And um, he, you know, he talks about how our imagination creates. We use our imagination, how it creates our reality. And you think about belief. So you put yourself in the state of it. You talk in the past sense, tense. He even says to say, you know, instead of um, you saying, well, I want this, whatever, say, oh, remember the time when I got up on stage and I did that speech and everybody clapped for me? Now, now this hasn't happened yet. Talk as it already has happened. Remember yeah. when I did that Facebook Live and there were, you know, there was 200 people watching me and they all made those comments? Like, have these, com and I thought that was brilliant. Like, that's like next level. Like, okay. Like, and then you feel the emotions. Those are yep. a lot of times the missing elements, the feeling uh -huh. and the imagining. So I would say, yeah, definitely check him out. If you're having any trouble in that belief area, I think that's, um, you know, Napoleon Hill to Thinking Grow Rich, classic. Everybody should be. You can listen, guys, if you're watching this. You can go on YouTube, and there are people who read books, literally read books for free. You can go, and what I would suggest if you want to do it that way is I get rid of the commercials. I pay like $11 a month to YouTube to because you hate when the commercials stop it. That's a pin the neck. But you could have classic books read to you. You could fall asleep and program yourself for success to Napoleon Hill and all these other. Um, I think, Marilyn, you mentioned another, the other one. I've heard the Florence. Florence. Florence yes, another one. Yes. Another amazing. You probably never, a lot of people haven't even heard of these people. And these people lived mm -hmm. many years ago. But classics. Classics. Yes. So thank you, Tina. That that definitely belief and confidence, and you need to find the tools to get those if you if you can't muster it up yourself. Right. So Marilyn. Yeah, I just want to also mention Wallace Waddles. Oh yeah. Um, oh sure. my gosh, the For science sure. of getting rich. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Mood changer, like throw it on in the morning and you're good to go. I just want to say that um, one of one of the times that I was talking to my husband about like how do we help other people really achieve what they want to achieve in life and so we were um, actually chasing the eclipse recently remember with it when they had that total eclipse so we were talking in the car and I was like I do this this and this and this and we were trying to come up with the acronym and so I was spelling it out and I was like okay First, you need a direction, and so Tina was talking about that. You've got to pick a direction, have a vision where you got to go. But I said, then you got to give up a bunch of things. So maybe we'll call it relinquishing, okay? So just relinquish it, let it go. It doesn't suit you. You can't keep moving forward if you don't let it go. Like once you have a direction, there's also stuff that you start have to, having to clean up and get rid of. Okay, then you have to be efficient because I remember Wallace Waddles mm -hmm. talked about being efficient, efficiency, and efficiency in action. I said, well, action's definitely needed. A lot of times people have vision boards and they make all these different directions and they go it doesn't work well they didn't do the action okay and then i said you got to build up momentum and so we were listing it all out and i was like wait a minute that spells dream so wow. D, direction r relinquish e efficiency a is action m is momentum and let me tell you everything that. that i've ever done if you apply all those things and it has to be in that right order you can't even rearrange it. There's some people who live in action world and all they do is work, 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 work really hard. 
They don't even know if they're getting anywhere because none of it's efficient or it's not even directed toward any specific thing that they want. And I tell people this, here's how it works. If you're here, okay, you're starting that direction. It's like a wave. As you float up, you got to get rid of stuff where you can't go upwards. Then you're efficient. Then when you get to A and then you're here at the momentum point, you got to keep this in mind. Here's the big, big thing is that every momentum point will have a retrograde and you got to start a new wave. And when you start getting into this practice and you have the self-confidence and you have the tools, you have the strategy, you've gotten your coaches, everybody in line, be able to recognize when things start sliding back, it's not against you. It's because you are building up to a new wave. And if you really study it, it goes like this. You keep building up higher and higher and higher. Most people live their life like this. Here's the beginning. Here's the end. I'm going to go up and down and up and down and up and down. They never figure it out. I bet you, if you apply D-R-E-A-M to everything that you do and recognize when that retrograde is about to happen and know at that point, that's when you need to build that new vision board, not before, right at that point when you're feeling the retrograde, then you're going to feel a whole lot more confident in jumping and leaping for those goals. And then your dreams are really going to be manifested in your face. And it is fantastic. That is fantastic, Marilyn. Would you be actually um, make a post about that? Maybe like make like... Dr- on Canva, put the dream and post, you know. I got it I all think sorted out. Everybody love that, right? We can have that. Then we could all yeah. share and save it, right? Like yeah. Thank you. The world, so I'd love it. Yes. Yes. It gets excellent. Thank you so much, Marilyn. We'll do Margaret and Anika. Margaret? Yes. I just wanted to say that we have to, like Stephen Covey said, we have to begin with the end in mind. We have to visualize where we want to, to be and figure out the steps we need to take in order to get there. And one of the most important things that I've learned is, one, we have to invest in ourselves. And two, we have to be willing to step outside of our comfort zone and to try new things. And trying new things is how (laughs) we're able to learn and grow. And through all the failures, everybody makes mistakes and have failures in life. But from those failures and mistakes, what valuable lessons we learn and how we incorporate, uh, change our mindset. And, and we have to remember that life is too short. And what's very important to also remember is the importance of self-care and self-love. And that's what I have to say. Thank you. Excellent. And I, I love that. Start with the end in mind. Excellent. That's such great advice and self-care and self-love. Everything that you said, Margaret, right on target. Something I hope everybody's taking notes on this because this has been just a, a phenomenal evening here. Thank you, Margaret. So, Anika? Yeah. So, <laughs> the one thing that I really try to teach people to use is intuition. We are women with intuition and we discount our own intuition all the time. Right. Yes. That self-doubt is a lot of our problem. We have the answers most of the time and we, we doubt it and we dismiss it. And we also listen to those unsupportive voices and we listen to our environment. We listen to all those factors. But the one thing we know that we, we are as women is resilient. And if we actually tap into our intuition if we invest in ourselves and if we know that we are equipped, too many times we're seeking another degree, another certification, more letters. We're always seeking other things to fulfill us when we are equipped with everything that we need 
to walk in our purpose. Too many people are waiting for the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect opportunity. You'll wait the rest of your life. So know, use your intuition, know that you are equipped. And last of all, have fearless faith. Oh gosh, that is just amazing. And you are so on, tar on target. I just have to share, um, just last week, okay, I went to the dentist and um, he said I had a, a cavity that needed to be filled. And as he was talking to me, I, something said inside me, um, run. I don't know. I got this voice that said, run, get out of here. Do not do this. Um, and because he had it, something was just not right. When he gave me his price plan or whatever, I just, then my other voice, the self-limiting beliefs came in and said, oh, you're being a, you know, B-I-T-C, you know, don't be, you know, cranky. What are you doing? You know, you're being a pain in the neck. Why are you questioning this? Because something seemed wrong on his thing because it, with my insurance. And I asked, I said, I don't really understand what that means. What is desensitizing? I don't understand. And he got kind of like a little snippy with me, mm -hmm. but I just kind of like shut myself down. I said, no, no, just stop it. Make the appointment. You're just being paranoid. But I had that instinct. Well, make a long story short, the guy didn't fill my teeth. Fill my tooth charged me $385. Uh, I went and got a second opinion. There's a giant hole in my tooth. He left a hole in my tooth. Yeah. And so I thought back, I'm like, this is totally my fault because I sat in there and that it's that little voice said, run, get out of here. And I negated it by my own self-limiting beliefs of other people. Oh, you're going to cause trouble. You're going to be a troublemaker. You're questioning the doctor. You're questioning the dentist. Why are you doing that? And so now I, you know, I'm owning it. So now I got to get another dentist has to redo the whole tired tooth. So I just had to bring that up about intuition because yep. it could literally, it's just a tooth, but it could like literally save your life, number one, your intuition, and it can save your business because say if you get into a business relationship with somebody or something and something's not right and you don't, you know, follow that, those bells go off in your stomach, get out, listen, don't wait until it's too late. That's, that's actually a rhyme. Don't wait until it's too late because you will regret it. You know, trust, no matter who it is, we were talking about relationships, especially with men. I mean, how many people watch Dirty John on Bravo? I mean, anybody see that? I mean, probably not in Australia, but you can catch it on Netflix. This woman was with this crazy man. I kept watching, like, what are you doing? Why are you with this man? He's treating you terribly, you know? So there's a lot of crazy people out there. So you have to trust your instincts, whether in business. And I love that about intuition. Excellent, excellent advice. So I'm just going to see if there's any, I'm just going to read some comments here. Okay. Um, Victoria says, hi, Anika, my business bestie. Um, we've got Dominique. Um, Catherine has learned to trust her intuition. Um, Janice says she loves the dream. Marilyn, what you said, she loves this. Veronica just hired her own business coach. Lisa says, hello. Um, Catherine had her second session. Good for you, Catherine, with a coach. It pushes her. Um, thank you, Danae. She says, we're all amazing. Arlene loves the group. Arlene says, hi. Hi, Arlene. Um, Katie and Alicia, thank you. Um, we don't have any actual questions. Deborah, um, Kat. Kat's here from our group. Hi, Kat. So um, if anybody has any questions later on, we can always answer. But I want to just close out now with everybody. You're all powerful, amazing women who can help anybody who's watching. Anybody has trouble in this subject or with co needs coaching, these women are, are you know, here for you. They are the top experts. So I want everybody to just give some information in closing um, with your website and how to contact you. So we'll start with Mamie, and then we'll, we'll just go in the same order that we did before. Mani? Okay. 
Thank you, Christina. Thank you. So my business is called Tall Poppies Rising. I have an amazing Facebook group that I put lots of live videos in there. And there's a lot of content just to help you uplift yourself and keep yourself risen above what some people would do to drag you down. There's over two and a half thousand women in there who are dedicated to you and dedicated to pushing you higher and higher every day. You can reach me there. I do business coaching. I do life coaching. I do um, group coaching as well, as well as speaking. So, I mean, I'm open to helping you in any way I can to be able to lift you so that you can actually get to the absolute top of what it is that you want to achieve because we can do whatever it is that we dream of. We've just got to know it in ourselves. So that's me. Thank you. Thank you, Manny. Fantastic. Christy? Okay, so as women, we can do anything, right? We put our mind to it and we can do anything. But I really believe in the core we can do it better and faster, though, with the help of other other women, other like-minded people. Um, we need to lift each other up. We need to support each other. We need to have that abundance mindset. There is no competition in the world. We are here to help each other. And so for anybody that does hear this, um, I have two wonderful, amazing women community. One is a referral network. It's called the Dynamic Professional Women's Network. We do have chapters in many cities and a few states. Uh, we are continuing to expand. But if you're looking to build that sales team of referral generation partners, that may be a great fit for you. Or I also am building an online network. Um, it's called Core Strong Women. It's for women who really want to take the strength that they have within themselves and get out there and shine bigger and brighter in the world. So I have a, a really great Facebook group that we just started, and uh, we're building a membership community for that. And, and what I'm doing with that is my members are actually going to be experts to help each other. And so you can get the, the positioning, the the uh, exposure, as well as learn from each other. It's, it's meant to be a collaborative type of a, a, of a community. Great. Thank you so much, Christy. Fantastic. Um, Tina? Yeah, I agree with what Christy said, where you have to leverage each other because we can't be experts in everything. And when you go visit my website, you'll see that I have that right in there under the About Us. Um, we really believe in leveraging each other and referring people to people that can really help them because we can't always be the expert. Um, so with that being said, you can find me on Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash Elite Ladies Network. Um, we have a website, EliteLadiesNetwork.com. If you prefer email, you can reach me at Tina at EliteLadiesNetwork.com. Thank you so much, Tina Marilyn. Well, I'd just like to say, again, thank you for letting me be a part of this. I learned a lot from you, ladies, and it's just been fascinating. And I'm definitely going to keep in touch with everybody, uh, if at all possible. So uh, for me, I have a, my personal website is MarilynCrump.com, and that's spelled M-A-R-I-L-E-N-C-R-U-M-P.com. You'll find different resources that I'm putting out there. I have a uh, free power talk that we're also broadcasting now. So before, with, without the technology, we were just doing it at our studio. But now, every Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m., it's free. I um, have a Crowdcast account, so you can find me on Crowdcast and jo join in and just talk about, like, how we can uplift you and other things that you want to learn about the dream process. I'm also available for um, being a guest speaker. If anyone is throwing events, I love showing up for that. I love public speaking. 
And um, yeah, so, oh, I have a free Facebook group called Creatives and Dreamers. So if you see that, come and join us. We're just really sharing our uh, creativity and then really supporting people who have very non-linear lives, like who are artists, performers, <laughs> speakers, other coaches, and things like that. So I'd love to see you. Thank you, Marilyn. Margaret? Um, what I would like to say is that uh, it's important for everybody to believe in themselves and in order to become your best self, uh, be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and um, have faith in your God-given abilities. Uh, you can reach me at my website at uh, iprofessionalcoaching.com and you can also send me an email at margaret at iprofessionalcoaching.com. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much, Margaret. Anika? Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Anika Wilson. My business name is Nobody Greater, LLC. My website is nobodygreaterinc.com. I'm also the curator of Women of Impact conference series that will be reaching nine locations this year. We are talking about identity. So um, you can check that website out at women of impactcs.com. And I also have a, a podcast, Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. So you can find that as well on 10 platforms. Thank you. Excellent. Gosh, you are all, I mean, just incredible. I mean, I've learned a lot tonight. This is just amazing different talents from all six of you with each your own unique insights. It's just, it's just been incredible. I want you all, Christy, I'm sorry. I have one question. Sure. Um, so, Christina, I, we, I love this group. I think it's a really great resource for us. What advice could you give the women in the community on how they can get better connected and how we can probably support you to continue to grow this group? Oh, thank you for asking that. Um, well, I think by putting, you know, supporting each other and thinking before you post and before you comment would be probably really <laughs> great advice because <laughs> we do have some, you know, things that go on here. Um, you know, we're all, oh, listen, no matter what business you're in, whether you're a coach, whether you're um, a brick and mortar, um, a service provider like an accountant, or you're in direct sales, we don't discriminate against what kind of people we accept here. We're all women and we're all women in business. We don't value one business over another. And I don't like to see that discrimination going on either we're here to support each other and I would like to see everybody thinking instead of how can I promote my business think about how can I help another oh. member if yeah. your post isn't approved it's because you didn't read the rules and you know what it's for the greater good we have to look at posts you know there's 161,000 growing women here how can does your post benefit other people is it something that's gonna uplift you up and help others and when you do that you're going to get plenty of business. This is, we're talking like law of attraction here. Um, when you come from that space of wanting to help, it's going to flow right back to you. You don't have to worry and come from scarcity. I see a lot of scarcity, Christy, going on and, yeah. and, and with the women in general feeling, I have to promote my business. I have to get my name out. I have to. And that people can feel that energy from you. So be of service first, you know, service to others, and it's going to all come back to you, believe me, you know, it, just trust in that. And if you do that, I'm sure all of you would agree with that, right? By being yeah. of service and helping yep. others and yes. not being afraid, um, the right yes. people, and while respecting yourself at the same time, you want to have boundaries. You don't want people, you know, overdoing your, you know, taking advantage of you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, give what you can give, you know, within within reason, and um, it's going to come back to you by, by helping others. So that's what I would say if we can improve our group. Tina? 
Yeah, I just wanted to make a recommendation on a book. If you're having trouble understanding that concept of giving, um, <laughs> Go Giver is an awesome book <laughs> so if you can start there um i have it right away i forgot who the author is bob berg um, yes yeah, bob berg yes yeah. well christy and i both know bob bob was the go. mc for my um one of my events just a few years ago he's in south florida as well yeah. and i have to say he is one of the nicest people you will ever meet in your entire life right christy he is yeah. just he's incredible. been a mentor of mine for the whole 13 years i've had my organization Yes, so, if you haven't heard of Bob Berg and his book, so go give her you and he is he's the real deal guy. Authentic, completely, completely authentic. Absolutely. But the book amazing. is amazing. It's a parable. It's a short read, but it really will help you change your mindset. So that way you could expand your thinking and things will start coming to you if you start serving other people. I love that. So everybody check out The Go-Giver by Bob Burke. Excellent advice. Thank you, Tina. And there's a great Christy. community Excellent. too on Facebook. So you can get in his uh, his Facebook group and there's so many great things happening. Yes, definitely. Uh, definitely a good person to know. So that is, that is fantastic. So again, I want to thank you all. Put your comments in. Ladies, I want everybody to be able to reach you all. So in this feed, write, you know, post your, I think Christy has already, Put your um, websites and your podcast, Anika, any websites that you have so everybody can find you and reach out to you because, you know, everybody's going to be attracted to a different person. They may want to ask you questions. They want to contact you, get to know each other, uh, friend each other. And, and that's how we all grow, by building relationships and getting to know each other here in the group and being a family, a sisterhood of women who are really here to inspire and uplift each other. And that, that's our mission. So I want to thank everybody. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing more Women Helping Women Entrepreneur shows on different topics. And these ladies will be back. And I want to thank you all so much for being here. Good night, everybody. Night. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Good night. You. Good night. That was fun. That was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. Amazing. It was, it was great. I wasn't really sure what, what was going to happen, but it was great. Good it to meet you, ladies. Yay. You too, Christine. You Love all too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.